Hey guys, what's up? I'm Shama. And I'm Tiffany, and you're listening to Chai Tea Party. This is a podcast about the underdogs, the brave, the creative, and the slightly off in the Daisy community. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, Cali, man. Say that was a right journey. Oh, we out of where we at, man. I don't hush yet. Surviving, finding your tribe, because it's been a big theme of our weekend, and we wanted to give you tips on how to find the people that you want to have in your life and you want to attract into your life. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I think like it's been so cool, like hanging out with Shaman to me, like with you guys this weekend, and like, um, I don't know. I guess like if I had to give tips on finding your tribe like if just to be completely honest like it's been kind of a struggle for me and I think a big part of me finding my tribe was writing and especially writing for brown girl um because it's like one of the first times I felt welcomed by brown girls like um I was telling you guys I was telling you guys this before like when I first met uh, when I first talked to Trisha who's the editor-in-chief like when I had my interview with her it was just like so natural it was like a conversation and I in, I, I felt like, okay, I'm just, like, waiting for someone to, like, say something to me that makes me feel bad about myself, or, like, I'm waiting to be bullied, because that has been, like, my pattern, and, it, it, like, that hasn't happened, and I've just felt so welcomed, and I think, like, for me, like, it hasn't even, like, if I just follow, like, what I'm interested in, like, one of those things is writing, then I, like, meet other people who are interested in that, and then whatever, like, we have in common, then we can just, like, build off of that, and, like, it's been really natural, and, like, so it just, it feels right, so I think, like, if people, like, if you just follow what you're passionate about, like, you'll find other people who share that, and you don't have to be, like, twinsies and completely alike, like, I think it's actually valuable to be around people who are really different than you. So, yeah, like, I don't know. It's been cool, like, finding my tribe and, like, just having worlds collide. Like, I'm here, like, hanging out with you guys, and it's just, like, really surreal. And I don't know. It's been cool. Like, 
Yeah, I'd yeah. agree with that. And I think like that also ties back into like you attract where you are, right? Yeah. So once you become comfortable with yourself and what you like, I feel like you attract other people and that open. are like yours. Like, once you're right? open yeah. to it, right? Yeah, totally. Exactly. Because it's like when you're comfortable in yourself, you're like you feel secure. So you radiate that to others. Other people are attracted to that. True. Like yeah. that inspires other people. And like you don't have to like feel perfect like everybody's just like a bunch of their flaws put together mm-hmm. so and we're like, all just trying to do the same thing right. which is attract the people that we want to guide us in the direction that we want to go to yeah. and we're all still trying to figure it out none of us fucking know what we're doing yeah. <laughs> yeah. so yeah. it's yeah. cool to figure it out yeah. together That's with like my duty of it yeah right well, it's so easy to feel alone when you're trying to figure it out like you know, especially on social media. Oh my gosh, this person has it figured out. Even though we kind of know that it's not true, but we still yeah. want to believe it because it's like, no, we. Not everyone can be as fucked up as me. And then you realize, <laughs> yeah, no, people are. Yeah, people <laughs> we are just have to acknowledge it. it, and then we can get there. You know, dude, it's that's like, so true. We do it because we're fucked up, and we want the validation. <laughs> yes. That we're not. Yeah. And it's like, look how great my life is. Everything is fine. Right. Even mm-hmm. though, like, my entire world is falling apart. You yeah. could be crying, like posting something on Facebook saying like how much Happy you appreciate you are, life yeah. and your friends and, and everything. How much you change. Yeah. And you're bawling your eyes out like I hate everything. <laughs> <laughs> on my way to therapy but I'm not going to tell anyone. Right, you know? Exactly. I've, that, got, yeah. I've done that lots of times. Oh yeah. 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 We're at the opportunity of it. Yeah. yeah. We all do it and it's just like so silly that we do this to ourselves. But even, like, growing up, though, we always, like, try to fit in, right? So we try to, like, succumb to, like, the societal norms and things like that. But when we grow up and we finally come into, like, our own and, like, do our own thing, then we find other people that are actually also doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. And we're like, hey, man, we're all in, like, the same boat over here. Yeah, because you stop trying to... You actually go after what you want. It's like how you said that when you follow your passions, that's when you find your people because you stop trying to go after what everyone thinks that you should be going after or what they, they should be doing. So then you attract like-minded people. And that's why things like Brown Girl Mag and like CTP can find all these uh, similar bodies and like how we all interact with each other is very honest because yes. we come from that same thought process and background, you know? Exactly, yeah. And it's funny because even just in this car, everyone has a different career path. Like they have different growing up stories. You know, we're not even all the same kind of Indian. Or age. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Or ages. We're or ages. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but there's still that like fundamental thing that we can all connect on and that's enough to get us through as long as we let ourselves connect which is such a beautiful thing and it sounds so yeah. cheesy but it's like this weekend especially has been so amazing I know like exactly. we interviewed yeah. you for a segment a few months ago and then you're here in Michigan like visiting us and we've had the best time like that's amazing I you know, know like you can't say that you've done that all the time you know it seriously does feel magical. I know, like, I'd like, yeah, I'm like being corny now too, yeah. but like, no, like, I completely agree. And I think like it's so important to just like be real, like, be authentic. Like, we are so different, but if you're just like, if you just show up as yourself, like, that's so important. I feel like that's what connects you to people. Yeah. So yeah. And not putting boundaries on friendships in the sense like, uh, whether it's gender based or age based or religious background or um, geographic location <laughs> because you're here from Seattle like we're still making it work and yeah it doesn't mean that you have to like live next door to your best friend or live with your best friend or the people you consider close to you you know don't let that stop you then from pursuing other people and making these connections and friendships absolutely I totally agree like it has been so amazing visiting people 
in other places and like flying out because it's like you get to know like people like where they've grown up and like you like connect like place to a person and it's just been I don't know it's cool like coming to understand people that way like I love that yeah and it was funny because earlier we were talking um about how we sometimes attract crazies quote unquote (laughs) um whether it's in a romantic way or like a crazy roommate or you know all these things um, but I'm going to sound cheesy again and like people listening are going to roll their eyes and that's okay. Just keep listening. <laughs> but it's kind of like they're part of your roadmap because if they weren't there, like things just can't be that easy. Like you need that kind of thing to realize, oh, I don't want that kind of person in my life, but I'm glad that I met them because I learned this and this, or I learned this about myself. Right. And that's so, so, so important. And sometimes you don't realize till years later. Sometimes you find out the day after you break up with the person or move out of the apartment and you're like, oh, that's why I was supposed to meet that person. I will never see them again. Mm-hmm. But that's why. Like there was a reason for that, you know. Yeah. Cause you like you never like really know exactly what you want, but at least mm-hmm. with this you can figure out what you don't want. Yes. Which is why you to go through this. And I had like a whole like two weeks worth of this. And I was like, now I know. <laughs> <laughs> it, it helps that like I think like that if you think in that way about people as well you don't hold grudges either yeah. so things end poorly it's not like you're so salty about it but for the rest of your life you're like I can appreciate that person for the good times that we did have Yeah. and now that it's over like I can let it go and move on right yeah like find the silver lining kind of yeah, right? yeah. absolutely because everything is a learning process as long as you're actually learning from it yeah fine you'll make the same mistake a hundred times but at least you know that you're learning like that's how you're gonna grow and that's really the only thing that keeps me a little bit sane to realize that it's all going forward yes and those are just like the little like I'm thinking of a board game now you know like they're all just like the little pieces and the little stalls in your life or even if you have to go back a couple steps you're still essentially moving forward yeah, and we're, and we're always, like, bound to repeat our mistakes, right? Like, I'm going to do the same hairstylist twice. It was a mistake. <laughs> now I know not to go to them. So I learned. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. So, no, yeah I love that. And, like, I think, like, we tend to get, like, off that same kind of, like, topic. Like, I feel like we get tend to be hard on ourselves, like, when things happen in cycles. And, like, we, like, for me, like, it's, like, being, going through so many failed relationships, or at least, like, I use that word, word failed, but it was, like, every single one taught me something, and I was, like, why do I just keep on repeating this? But I actually did grow each time, and, like, cycles can actually be really nourishing. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, this bad thing. You don't have to, like, apologize, like, for having to go through something a few times to, like, learn something different each time. Like, you are still growing. It doesn't have to be linear. Like, it can be kind of tangled. It's like, that's life. That gives you character. That teaches you things, like you said. Yeah. And you're right. We are very hard on ourselves about that kind of stuff. And we allow other people to be hard on us about those things. Yeah. But. And then, again, keyword being allow. Because, like, the minute, like, you take that control, then other people can't have that effect on you. Exactly. Nor should they, but. Yeah, yeah, that's such a good point. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Damn, and now I'm thinking about my hairstylist, and I'm just like, I'm really trying not to hate them, but like, yo, man, I want a refund. Yeah. <laughs> well, you did learn something, right? Yeah, you yeah that I make poor decisions with hair. And to not trust that hairstylist. True, true, true that. Or don't go through such a white hairstylist. I know. 
<laughs> or don't pay so much. Tiffany's shaking her head. Oh no, because you have a great hairstylist that's white. <laughs> all right, all and this also, will have I have been to multiple minority hairstylists that just want to do whatever the fuck oh, I yeah, want. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not what I said. I'm showing you a picture. And they're like, no, no, no. Indian girls shouldn't have that haircut. Oh. Or makeup. Ooh, makeup oh, is the worst. Oh my God. And I'm like, wait, but I'm telling you what I want. Please don't put more eyeshadow on me. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it has nothing to do with no, it. No, it doesn't. That's why that I was a total joke. Total joke. <laughs> people are going to like write hate mail now. <laughs> anyway, sometimes you just don't vibe with the certain people. That's fine. It's not the hairstylist. Yeah. yeah. I still want to refund. Don't worry, Tiffany. I'm a really nice white hairstylist, so that's okay. <laughs> She's going to an Indian Shout out to Shout her. Out to her. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Arita. <laughs> I'm recording this because that would be really bad. Alright, cool. Alright. Please welcome. Please welcome DJ Shree. Alright, sweet. So thank you for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Um, for sure, yeah. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah. I love your intro, by the way. This is the best. Oh, We're thank you. Today. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So give us a little bit of background on you. Where are you from? Where you grew up? All that. Uh, awesome. So yeah, I love diving into my story. I know a lot of people, you know, I love this. I love the podcast, by the way. Thank you for having me today. I'm a huge, I'm like a community member too. So appreciate being on. But um, yeah, my background, I guess people want to know where you're from, right? So uh, I'm from New Jersey, my family, uh, born and raised in New Jersey. I live in New York right now. Um, my parents are, I guess, Indian since this is for the Desi community, of course. Um, they're Gujarati. Both my parents are Gujarati. Yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, where do you want to kind of go into? We can kind of dive into how I became a DJ or anything yeah. in <laughs> um, So something we like to always ask uh, our guests is when you were growing up, I know you said you like grew up in the Jersey area. Did you have a big Indian community growing up or was like, were your friends dominantly white or brown? What'd that look like? Uh, not at all, actually. Um, <laughs> I'm from West Orange, New Jersey, where there's like... I think my family is the only Indian family in this whole town. Mm. So um, all my friends have not been Indian. Uh, I think probably the first Indian friends I made were in high school. In uh, actually, no, college. Because in high school, I started DJing. 
And then when I started DJing, I would meet other Indian uh, DJs. So I'm like, oh, wait, there's, you know, other Indian guys around, you know, like doing the same thing I'm trying to do. So it was interesting. But uh, yeah, college was probably when I made my most Indian friends. But yeah, beforehand, it was, uh, this town is mostly like uh, African-American, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. So yeah. <laughs> Did you, was there like a point growing up where you realized you were different? Or was that something you just kind of always knew? Wow. Uh, well, very humbly. <laughs> I think these are questions, you're structuring these questions very interestingly. So um, I don't think so highly of myself. So I still don't think I'm that different. I think everyone can do something spectacular in their life. They just have to find out what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think I found my own little quirky, weird thing in college. And that's why I'm very pro-college for a lot of people. But um, yeah, I would say college to answer your question. <laughs> and I think my thing is uh, speaking on the microphone. Yeah, for so sure. Um, great answer, but I also mean like <laughs> color wise, like growing up, did you ever notice that you were different, like your skin tone's different, your culture is different, um, your family um, w- operates in a different way? I was very vague, I apologize. <laughs> That's a good question. No one's ever asked me that, and um, I don't think so, actually. No, all my best friends, no, we're, we're all the same, like really. The only difference was, okay, well, maybe this, this may be played into it, right? Some of my friends, like their parents are uh, like Jamaican, right? So mm-hmm. let's say, so their, their household is very much similar to ours. I think really what the comparison would be is if your parents, if you're first, uh, first generation America or not. So like talking about the generational cultural thing, mm-hmm. I think it really, that's where the difference is. That's where I really saw differences because like, I would like, I would go to college and I'd make a lot of friends, but I feel like their parents came at such a young age here. Although, yes, they're immigrants, I feel like they came when they were children as well. So, like, their upbringing is completely different. So, I would consider, you know, not second generation, but they were definitely much more culturally American. Whereas me, mm-hmm. I was first generation. All my, you know, all my, uh, you know, all my friends are as well. Their parents came when they were probably like, you know, 30, 40, just like, you know, my parents. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's where the cultural differences allied. Interesting. But um, not really like in, hey, I'm, you know, I'm black, I'm Indian. That doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. Um... So I guess that's a good, I know you like touched on this a little bit though. Um, you, you said you started DJing in high school. How did you get into that? Have you always been like a music person or why DJing? How'd... Why DJing? Yeah, or... I was going to ask questions. But... <laughs> yeah. Um, I started DJing because four of my first cousins are DJs as well. So I got really blessed, you know, they had a business running up in here and they were booking a lot of clients like, you know, from nightclubs to like weddings to corporate events. Like those are the three major things DJs can do to make, you know, like a good business at least. And I was really lucky. Like when I was like 12 years old, I was behind the DJ booth. Like most people don't get that kind of experience, you know, like I was literally, they would bring me to all their events. I'd be lifting equipment most of the time. That's the only reason they would bring me to lift all the heavy ass feet. But, um. Yeah, but the cool thing was, like, you know, they would let me set up so I got to, you know, get my hands on the turntables, feel what vinyl feels like. And, you know, most 12-year-olds don't get that experience. Mm-hmm. So, and then sometimes they would go to the bathroom and they'd be like, yo, just play the next song. So, you know, you learn how to use the mixer and then, you know, change the song over, you know, tempo it up. So it's little, little things you learn. And then, obviously, you were like, hey, I like this. Let me grow. Let me learn how to scratch. Let me do this. Let me... You know, so that grows. But I was very fortunate. You said, why DJing? I mean, I think that it just happened that my mentors, people that I looked up to, that's what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was awesome. I mean, personally, when the best feeling in the world, I think it's like a God feeling. It's like when you're DJing 
and I control like the emotions of the crowd. Like the next, you know, the best feeling really is when you switch a song or you're mixing into a song, and as soon as you're mixing into it, people already know what's coming up and just yeah. throw their hands up in the air. <laughs> yeah. It's just like an amazing feeling because I'm controlling that. You know, it's like when I'm mixing it in. I get to see the reaction and the emotion just translates from whatever I like. You know, obviously I'm vibing out too. Mm -hmm. So I know what's going to play next. I know how excited I am to hear the song. Mm -hmm. But then as soon as I switch in, they also are just as excited, sometimes more than me, and they start making noise. That's like the most exhilarating. I'm getting chills talking about that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you know, why DJing? You know, that's why. I love it. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. That was the most beautiful answer anyone's ever given us. It was. Yeah. Like, I don't think I really thought of DJing like that. Like, you had started this before, um, like, you didn't grow up with, like, a lot of DJs and stuff, but here, like, Indian DJ is a thing that, like, all of our friends have done or experimented with or whatever, and a lot of people, like, they say, I like music, and it was easy money for high school or for college. You know, mm -hmm. like, people don't really get into, like, the passionate aspect of it, and, like, that was, that was great. Yeah, like, that's I love really that cool there's actually something behind that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really neat. Yeah. I mean, you know, just to touch upon that, right, like, what I teach right now is how people can make a valuable income from it. Like, I've actually, you know, I have consulting clients, I teach other DJs how they can become full-time, and that's definitely, like, real. Like, you know, of course, you know, the passion, I think the best, the best kind of job is when you can be wealthy and happy, right? Mm -hmm. And if you can make money doing something you're passionate about, that's the best thing. And, um... Yeah, that's what, you know, I think that the money component shouldn't be denied because that's the only way you can survive, right? Mm -hmm. You have to make sure that you're booking a certain number of events and marketing yourself and doing sales. But at the end of the day, when you actually have to go into the office, right, you're doing something you love. Mm -hmm. So whatever yeah, that is, sure. right? It could be podcasting like you two. You know, obviously, you know, congrats on being, you know, with the network now. <laughs> so, you know, that's definitely making strides for our brown people. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, that's, that's what it's about, right? You got to be passionate about something and you got to go for it. Mm -hmm. So... Do you also, is this like your full-time gig? Is DJing and consulting? DJing is right now very humbly, like, you know, we're definitely teaching with mobile DJ tips. I mean, mobile DJ tips didn't really start out to be, like, what it is today. You know, we have the podcast on iTunes and stuff, but, like, mm -hmm. you know, I never set out to say, oh, I want to just teach people full-time. Like, I, I'm not one of those, like, gurus. You know, like, how people mm -hmm. are like, oh, I just want to motivate people. Like, mm -hmm. no offense to those people. I know a lot of those people. Some of them are our friends. <laughs> um, but I was never that person. Mm -hmm. And I'm a, I'm a DJ, you know, like, that's what I like to do. But I realized, like, you know, the thing I like about DJing, and just bringing it back to what your question was previously, is I like making people happy. But now I realize that I can multiply that effect if I teach other DJs how to do that. Because if I teach one or two DJs how to go DJ, just think about how many more people are going to be happier, I guess, in this world, right? Just because Aww. these two guys are able to share their skill set. Yeah. So, like, yeah, now my definitely, my focus now, nowadays is definitely veering more towards mobile DJ tips, how to teach people on a worldwide level. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, in India, like, I want to help out people everywhere, right? Social media, we have so many channels now. Mm -hmm. So I want to utilize everything, you know, that's why we do a lot of free content, because I hope someone picks it up and does something with it. And the people that actually want to reach out to me, they want my extra help, they'll find me, they know how to find me. Mm -hmm. But then I just love putting out content out there. I think it's just, it's a great feeling, and I hope someone uses it, really. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Back up and tell people or our listeners what mobile DJ chips. Mobile <laughs> DJ... I can't, I can't talk. You got it, you got it, no worries. Mobile DJ tips, what it is and how... You can just call it MDJT. <laughs> yeah, those words, those letters in a sentence. Um, <laughs> why don't you tell listeners what that is? So, yeah, sure. So, Mobile DJ Tips is a top-rated iTunes podcast where I sit down every Tuesday morning and I talk to world-famous DJs. And I don't say that for my glorification. I'm just very humbly a host that can talk to these people every Tuesday. 
but the information that we talk about, the content that we talk about, the secrets that they actually spill, you know, of course, with my experience, what we did up here, combined with their knowledge, is making like a powerhouse of like DJ education episode, and it's free. So that's why we're seeing so much growth with it. And the best part is, you know, a lot of DJs are always driving somewhere. Like they're driving to an event or they're driving home from an event where they played music for five hours or something. Mm-hmm. So the last thing, I mean, not the last thing, but you don't really, when you blast your ears out for five hours, you don't really want to listen to more music. So Mobile DJ Tips now is catering to the DJs who want educational content, driving to and from events, and listen to it. It's motivational. It gives business skills, marketing skills. And that's what it is. It's just about giving good content. And the people that want to elevate themselves to the next level, you know, we obviously provide resources for them. Like we have coaches. Like I teach MCing, I teach DMX lighting, DJing. So that's for like anybody that wants to take some next level. But Mobile DJ Tips is a free podcast. You know, anyone can check it out. If you have an interest in DJing, go check it out. It's a free podcast. I gain nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you get start? Like, how are you able to network with all these people that are other DJs and like make those connections? I guess I like know how it works on our end. Um, but tell us like what what is the DJ community like? And is there a subsect of like cultural DJs as well or is it kind of open like the podcast world is? I don't know if that question made any sense, but <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, like what do you what do you mean in the yeah. sense of like like I find I find really good DJs and um, these DJs usually have very uh, influential businesses, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, all throughout the U.S. Like, I've interviewed guys from Canada, U.K., and uh, the U.S., guys and women. But, um, yeah, they just have – they're doing something really good with their music. You know what I mean? They, they've created a small business, sometimes seven-figure businesses, and they're really entertaining people on a whole different level. So I just reach out to them, and I say, hey, you know, I want to teach. And uh, – do you want to rap about it on a Tuesday morning? And they'll say yes. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> very cool. Um, yeah, it's keep very, I keep it very simple. <laughs> <laughs> but funny enough, actually, I used to work for a podcasting company. Um, I don't know if you, you two might have heard of them, but uh, Interview Connections. I don't know if you've heard of them. I have not. No, let's look it up. Yeah, it was like a really temporary. That's how like I accidentally fell into podcasting because like someone there started talking about, oh, it's a company and this is how we work. Oh. That's how we fell into it. But yeah, <laughs> I know I'm giving verbose that. answers to your questions, but hopefully that helps you. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, so every episode we play a game with our guests, and it's time to play this or that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What they tell you I was done wrong, huh? That I'm a long way from home, huh? That if I do it, I'll be alone, huh? Well, now I'm coming for the fucking throne, uh? And now I'm coming for the crown, and I'm coming for your doubts and your spouse while I'm pulling down a blast and I'm burning down your hat. What you gonna do now? They calling me a brown boy lost, huh? When I'm done, they gonna love me for these motherfucking brown boy thoughts, huh? Why they hate, cause they bitch like the way that this brown boy talks. All I'm gonna say about that. Um. <laughs> So these are five rapid-fire questions that we're going to be asking you back and forth, and you're just going to answer them with the first thing that comes to your mind. Cool. Yeah, okay. let's do it. <laughs> you want to start? Yeah. Vinyl or CDs? Vinyl. Okay. Podcasting or DJing? DJing. Loafers or sneakers? Sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> Crossword puzzle or word search? 
Neither for Sudoku. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! You even said he said Sudoku, and we were, we were thinking about putting Sudoku in there. Funny. Yeah, that is funny. But you have to choose one. You gotta choose one. This is the game. Uh, word, word search or crossword, crossword puzzle, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think crossword puzzle. That's the one where you gotta find. It's just like hidden somewhere, right? That's a word search. That's a word search. No crossword puzzle. Crossword puzzle. <laughs> That's like more <laughs> you trivia. Have a, yeah. Where, you have you like, like a, fill in the box okay. question. Fill in the box. Oh, yeah, you have to use your own, and then yeah. you have to make it work. Yeah, the box. Which one is that? Sorry. Crossword. <laughs> I haven't done it forever. <laughs> I feel like that's such like a, oh, I'm going to pick up the newspaper, do a crossword puzzle. Exactly. Today. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, okay. Question. <laughs> dive bar or lounge? Dive bar? <laughs> dive bar or a lounge? Oh, dive bar or lounge? Lounge. 100% lounge. 100% all day, every day. That's the only place you'll ever find me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. You're not into the pool table and darts. <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, lounge, I'm, I'm just, that's where the best music is. I don't know, in my opinion, you yeah. get some good DJs in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. They tell you I was dumb wrong, huh? That I'm a long way from home, huh? That if I do it, I'll be alone, huh? Well, now I'm coming for the fucking throne, uh? And now I'm coming for the crown, and I'm coming for your doubts and your spouse while I'm pulling down a blast and I'm burning down your hat. What you gonna do now? They calling me a brand boy lost, huh? When I'm done, they gonna love me for these motherfucking brand boy thoughts, huh? Why they hate? Cause they bitch. Something we like to ask all of our guests because I think that as people who are constantly working or constantly trying to hustle, we can be a little bit critical of ourselves. So we like to ask everybody, what is one physical trait that you like about yourself and one non-physical trait that you like about yourself? One physical trait I like about myself and one non-physical trait I like about myself. Yeah. Uh, Physical trait, I would say, I think I have a lot of energy, just generally. I think like physically, I. I don't know, I was very gifted with energy, and I feel like I can turn it off and on with the switch, or maybe I, like, kind of honed that, but I love to teach that as well, but, yeah, I think that, I love my energy, I love I can, you know, when the spotlight turns on, I can do something, um, energy-wise, and then non-energy, uh, I don't know, I like answering questions, I like interviewing, <laughs> I, think I like answering your questions, Nice. Okay. so, whatever that means. <laughs> well, that's cool, we'll take it. Is there anything else that you would like to, um, plug like where can people find your work yeah mobiledjtips.com but um you know of course thank you both for having me today i love your platform obviously much power to all the brown people out there that are listening to this and uh yeah keep doing what you two are doing it's awesome thank you thank you so much did you want to plug any uh social media things people can follow you at follow your work all of that uh yeah sure facebook it's uh first name shree last name mix and on iTunes, you guys listen to podcasts. So if any of you guys know a DJ, or uh, I think everyone knows somebody who wants to be a DJ, yeah, um, and you think they could use some help, uh, definitely just go to iTunes, um, search mobile DJ tips. Perfect. Nice. <laughs> oh, awesome. the question I was going to ask you really quick um, before I let you go is, what advice do you have for people that are trying to get into the DJ scene? Listen to my podcast. <laughs> Perfect. Nice. Full circle. I love it. Well done. <laughs> That's the best info I can give you. If Heck you yeah. want to come to the podcast, I mean, you know, I'll give you some variety of topics for things to think about. You know, when you're going into the DJ scene, uh, definitely don't just buy all the fancy, shiny equipment that everyone tells you you need. I, 
think a lot of people fall prey to that. Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually they just, you know, they're in debt and you don't need to be have more debt just to pursue your passion, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I think that there's very affordable DJ setups that you can use and grow your brand. And um, yeah, I think focus focus on your skill sets, you know, practice, you know, focus on the main things, learn how to talk on the mic, you know, listen to podcasts, listen to how other people are doing it. That's the best thing. When you get that mentorship, you know, that's what changed my life. Like I had four first cousins who were already running, a, you know, had a book of business, had clientele. I saw how they were talking to clientele. You need some mentorship. And that's what our podcast was for, you know, getting all these DJs to come on and be mentors for people worldwide. Um, DJ mentors, you know, people who run businesses, people who play music, people who love their jobs and hear what they tell you. You know, that's the best thing I can tell you. Mm-hmm. So podcast, <laughs> shameless <laughs> podcast plug. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay, well, thank you again so much. It was great to talk to you finally. Yeah, thank Yay. you both for having me. It was awesome. Yeah, of course. Thanks for listening. Cheers. I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, a yeah, Cali man. Yeah, 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 always a right journey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, where we at, man? I don't know. yet. For more than what they say, stay woke Even if they all choke, stay woke Even if you lose hope, stay woke Don't you give them that rope, cause they know You could be much more, they know like my men like I like my cable on demand. <laughs> I like my men like I like my my headphones all up in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> so messed up.